You're listening to Nonprofit Growth, a podcast for nonprofit leaders. We interview marketing experts and nonprofit leaders who are in the trenches advancing great causes around the world. They're implementing strategies, experimenting with tactics, and figuring out how to work smart as much as they work hard. Dan Sanchez is the host of this podcast as a nonprofit marketing director who's on a mission to learn how to mobilize an increasingly distracted world. When Dan's not interviewing guests, he'll share stories from behind the scenes of his work advancing the cause of Bethany International. Let's begin. Welcome to the first episode of the Nonprofit Growth Podcast. My name is Dan Sanchez. I'm your host, and I'm joined today by Travis Sanchez, who's actually my brother. So the first podcast is with my brother, but it's not just because he's my brother. It's because Travis actually works as a marketing or communications director in another nonprofit across on the other side of the world from Minneapolis in Jerusalem. So Travis, can you tell me a little bit about the organization you work for, Firm, and your role in it? Yeah, man. Can I just say super glad to be on the pod where nonprofits can grow a little bit. So thanks for having me. I work for FIRM, which is an acronym for Fellowship of Israel Related Ministries. You know, and our main goal with FIRM is to try and engage and connect believers from around the world to connect with trusted ministries in Israel. We want to create a different space for believers who may love Israel or may not even love Israel, get a paradigm for how important Israel is to God, to our faith. Secondarily, we're trying to strengthen and develop those ministries here in the land so that they can grow in unity, they can grow in effectiveness. We have a different myriad of ways of trying to do that. But those are kind of our two main focuses. We are really trying to connect those believers with ministries here and then strengthen and develop those ministries to try and have a more effective ministry, have them do more effective ministry. So that's kind of the The elevator pitch, if you will, for the nonprofit that I work for. I'm actually the communications and marketing director, like Daniel said. And yeah, man, I've been having a good time learning that role as I've been learning a lot from you and learning a lot from some uh, key figures in the marketing world. That's awesome, man. I love Firm. In fact, uh, my wife, Amy, and I went over there to Jerusalem ourselves to go through a tour of the land and through the different ministries that Firm yep. works with and is a part of. And I could say, man, it was, you guys had an awesome, awesome thing going on there. I learned so much and I, I still think about it to this day. I'm like, dang, I need to go back. I want to be a part of what they're doing. But one of the things that impressed me most about Firm and the way you guys do marketing is you guys really are like, a step above most nonprofits I've seen, and certainly above uh, Bethany International, <laughs> in your your use of using video marketing to uh, to spread the message that firms trying to spread and do and do marketing. So, Travis, can you tell me a little bit about like like how what how do you think of video marketing for nonprofits? Like, what does that mean to you guys? Yeah, you know that's a really loaded question because if anyone's anyone knows, video is the number one media source consumed, whether from videos or short form videos on YouTube. People don't scroll through the internet anymore to look at photos and creative imagery. That still happens, but the majority of people looking through social media and web browsers is video. So first and foremost, if you care about your organization, you need to be in the video world. So that's one reason why I think it's important. Nonprofits specifically is they say photos is worth a thousand words, 
if that's the case, a video is worth a million words, <laughs> you know, 60 frames per second. It's just c- compared to, you know, depending on the frame per second. Sure, sure. But all the video guys just went, <laughs> who shoots 60 frames? Okay, 24 frames. Sorry. That was, that was some nerd speak. Yeah, video is important because it's going to tell a story that is going to captivate you, not just in, uh, in what you're seeing, but what you're hearing, the words being used, the music to those videos being used. There's just an emotional gripping. And you've seen it in like marketing on Super Bowl commercials. They're not doing like deal marketing. They're actually doing like emotional marketing where they're pulling your heartstrings from a dog selling some kind of beverage. And you're like, what is going on here? But it pulls on you. You remember it. So that's why I think videos are super important for the nonprofit world. They tell a story and stories are memorable. So that's what I would say. I mean, that makes so much sense. Uh, image can only go so far. And while the image is uh, visually stimulating, when you pair a moving image with motion and things going on, you have characters, you have plot, you have a different depth of dimension. Yeah, exactly. And you add music to that and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's like in a, it's a total immersive experience versus, you know, visual. It, it certainly helps and is more engaging than just text, but video yep. takes it to the next level. Yep. Why would you say it's important for nonprofits specifically to utilize that the medium of videos more more than just text and image specifically. I know you said it's like yeah. more emotionally engaging, but why is that more important for a firm? Sure. And like I said, so many people are consuming video every single day, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is. Nonprofit world, um, especially in what I would think a lot in the ministry world is the work being done to bring a message of hope a message of belief. There's actually a wholesome story to be told that's real, that's tangible. It is hard to compete with those that are selling a product, e-commerce, or even selling a product like Coca-Cola. They have billions of dollars to pour into their media budget to create some of the more moving, animated, creative videos that people watch just on their free time. They're like, did you see that Coca-Cola commercial on the Super Bowl? Whatever. Wow, that was amazing. So nonprofits, especially firm, we want to be at a high quality for a couple of different reasons. And, and video form is going to go into, you know, different genres of why you're using video. Are you using video to build a community? You're actually trying to give somebody consumable content that they're like, wow, I just watched this, this one minute video on drone footage in Israel. I've always wanted to see what Israel looks like. Firm just gave me a valuable resource for free. That says something when you give somebody a gift like that on, on video. It might, they might not say that verbally, but you will feel that over time if you continue to get those consumable video resources. Or is it to convey who and what you are in a short form, minute 30 seconds? Man, people can walk away going, wow, I've always looked for someone who does exactly what you do. And because you were able to explain it in a minute and a half video, I was able to get on board and want to discover more go to your about page, discover your website, follow you on social media so that I could actually join a bigger community. Because I think video is one of the biggest uh, onboarding processes or onboarding mediums that get people to follow you in different ways. Yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. I feel like with a nonprofit, I mean, I think as a marketer, I always start with the assumption that people don't care. And Honestly. the fastest way I can get someone from not caring about what the nonprofit stands for to caring is usually going to be via video, right? As far as an onboarding process, like onboarding them into even even being aware of the problem you address, sure. but then from there to, to actually caring 
about sure. the thing you're trying to get them to care enough about to take some action of some kind, whether that's yeah. volunteering, yeah. donating, or just doing some simple thing that you, you're trying to persuade them to do. Yeah. What would you say are some of the videos that every nonprofit should have? If you could like say like two or three, if they only had, if they can only make two or three videos for the next year, what would you say like are the most important videos they would make? Wow. If they were going to make only three videos for the year, yeah. that's a really good question. Two or three. What are the most important things they need or should get down on video? Yeah, absolutely. We've been really discovering what should be some really important videos that we create. And it's taken a lot of time to figure those probably two or three most important videos. The, the number one most important video that I think we can make for an organization as we grow is what we've kind of deemed as an explainer video. It is a short form minute, maybe minute and a half video, usually done graphically, not so much with talking heads, even though you can do it with talking heads. Uh, something that gives visuals to what you do and who you are. By the end of that video, it just gives a clear picture of this is why we are doing what we're doing and how we're doing it. So many times you can watch videos of people's you know, promo, if you would say, and you have absolutely no idea what's actually going on. You're like, are they, are they helping other organizations? Are they a B2B, B2C? Are, are, they, are they digging wells? Or I, I actually don't know. It sounds like they have a lot of hope and vision, which can sound nice but and fluffy. But there's been some videos that I walk away watching it and I go, I know why they do what they do. And I know how they do what they do. Now, the, the rest is for me to figure out is what they're doing actually trustworthy or are they being effective at it? Another one that we are working on is actually called the Why Israel. It's basically why you should care. And it is a little bit more emotional. It actually is selling the problem of your organization. And sure. that one's been a big, a big benefit because people don't really care what you do or how you do it. Like you said, before they actually care about the problem that you're solving. So that's the second video that we're trying to create. Why Israel? Why, why does Israel matter to believers? I even said, well, we're, we're engaging and connecting believers globally with Israel. It's like, well, why should I care about Israel? Don't you know Costa Rica is important? I'm like, yep. So we want to explain why <laughs> Israel is important. Uh, that's the second video. For the third video, oh, my first thought was like just consumable content. But that usually is done over time and you have to do more than just one. So, yeah, you got me stumped on the third one right now. The, the, those two, those first two are the ones I'm currently working on building. So that's where you my know, head is. Before, before we even jumped on this call, I remember thinking like, well, if I were going to do this, I wonder what Travis would say. I didn't say anything to him ahead of time. And then I came up with three myself. I was like, I wonder if he'll okay. say the same ones. But you actually called out the first two that I think if you only get to do two, the two you called out are by far the most important ones. Awesome. At least in I'm my mind it. that I would make. <laughs> I would That's I true. was one I just called the problem summary. Like, what the heck is the problem the nonprofit yeah. addresses? Yeah. And then what's the solution to it, which is kind of yeah. like what the nonprofit does. Um, well, so it's a problem answer, video uh, and a solution video. Way quicker. The the I think the third one, and this is more debatable. I think those two are probably the, the most important too. But the third that I'm like, maybe this is important is why you even got into this thing. Like, what's your backstory? You know, it's like usually the founder story of like, oh, like I was traveling. I don't know if it's like an animal shelter or something. It's like, well, I saw this dog on the street and it like, it made me so sad that the dog didn't have a home or whatever the backstory is. Like, 
I, I don't know why, but yeah, people like to know the background. I sometimes, you know, you know, Maybe that's that good. Uh, well, well, when you say that, it makes me think of a third one that I would say. Okay. Uh, that trumps that one only because you can tell your story all the time, but it's better when somebody else tells your story. So actually having a solid foundational, what we call a hero story, videoing someone who found the problem, they found you as the solution and it, and it has blessed their life or it has motivated them to continue working with your organization or company, I guess. I think you're and right. So I think more than just <laughs> you saying why it's important to you, they know it's important to you. You're running the organization, but getting your first major, maybe like even more popular figure to say, this is why you should be involved. And I'm not even a staff or whatever. I would say that's your probably your th- third best video. Man, I love that so much. I think I'm like, dang, I need to go make the video right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what am I thinking? All right. So We're, moving on, moving on from the top, okay. like three there, what, what are some of the videos that you could reference for the people listening that you would say are like best in class videos you've seen from other nonprofits that you admire? Oh man, that's a great question. And you it know, doesn't I'm necessarily thinking, have to fit those three. It can be more, but like, what are some examples yeah, that you've seen? It's hard for me to remember specific videos because I've been so plugged away and focused on the videos I need to create. There's a couple organizations that we really look up to who overall their messaging when they communicate in their videos is, is up to what we would want. Charity Water is one of them. They just create incredible problem videos like the Why Water. It really sure. gets you motivated on why people need clean water. And then they do have like good explainer videos where it's explaining how they go to getting people engaged, getting money to the wells and getting those wells dug all with a respectable approach on getting those wells dug. Anyways, Charity Waters is somewhere I would go watch their videos. And maybe it's better I didn't reference a specific video. Those listening can go actually find the label which videos we've even referenced here. The other one is an organization called Pencils of promise. It's called pop for short. They do some incredible work in education field and their videos are very clear and you understand who and what they are and how they're doing it with uh, education, mostly in Latin America, I believe building schools and being financially accountable to the programs and and, uh, projects they're funding. Absolutely. One that I know comes to my mind that was super famous, maybe, uh, I don't know, I want to say eight, nine years ago, maybe yeah, it was some time ago. Was the Invisible Children's like Coney video? Oh yeah, do you, do you remember that? It like went so viral that I think the CEO went crazy or something. I, I don't, they're still around today. I remember talking to them not long ago about some kind of software thing they'd used that we wanted to use. But man, I remember when that video came out, everybody watched it, and it was twenty-seven minutes long. Like it was a long video, but wow. it succinctly summarized you know the problem and got you stirred up to go and take action. It's kind of like they covered all the three major three major videos in like one video and yeah. just did a grand slam. Yeah. Hard to do. Hard to do, but that was a good one. Wow. That was a good one. What other types of videos has Firm made in the past that you guys would say were successful? Are you you're glad you have them now? Oh, it's a great question to look back at your video reel and see, man, what worked, what didn't work. We have made some videos that were more on the consumable side where we have an incredible person who works on my team. Her name's Kayla Sprague, and she just has an incredible heart and vision and drive to be creative. And in that creative space, she actually wrote the script, drew the, drew the drawings, and voiced the actual voiceover for the video. She just did it all. 
and then one of our guys did the edit, but it's called the meaning of Shabbat Shalom, basically an explanation of Shabbat and what happens here in Israel. The reason I say it's one of the more important ones is because it is something people are looking for when it comes to Israel. There's not a lot of short form video that's consumable, that adds value to you as your life and just gives you a little bit better insight into Israel without traveling here. So that one's really easy to use everywhere. It, it gives us the ability to push it on social media, put it on YouTube, show it in front of a church. And we've done all of those things and we get a, a great response. Now, it doesn't leave people walking away with a clear picture of who Firm is, but that's that that video will last forever because of the way it was made. It was uh, evergreen, so there's no it was not it wasn't made for anything in the year. Anyways, I don't know if that answer you're looking for because that's it is a little bit different video. It's not necessarily yeah. And I, uh, I, I've seen the video. I actually thought it was an amazing video, and what it's hard to describe without actually seeing it. But it's it's what they call flat lay video, which means the camera is overhead shooting a desk directly from yeah, above yeah. and you see her hands moving and kind of drawing but it's done in like a hyperlapse kind of way where it's like the you've everyone's kind of seen these videos where like the drawing is being illustrated really really quickly and then yeah. the page turns and you keep drawing to move the story forward as different objects move around the flat lay area and they did it to showcase that area and i think you dipped into another important topic when it comes to video marketing is content marketing right putting out engaging pieces of video that That's exactly right are things that they want to see and I find is kind of an important part of a non as a nonprofit marketer where you're trying to you're trying to build a bridge between what they care about and where you want what you want them to care about, right? So you have mm-hmm. to build content for every piece of that to kind of bridge them there. So you would would you say I'd like a video trying to address that kind of like closer to their interest than where what firms' interests are? Exactly. And we have other videos like that I can mention like we produced, we help produce or help one of our ministries produce album called Panai El Adonai. And people are searching for Hebrew music. And that was something that's really helped us grow our channel. But it's kind of it's kind of niche. Like it's not something that really pushes firms MO along. It really just helps grow our audience, which is helpful. So that's another one that's like free content that people are just eating up on our YouTube channel because people are hungry for it. So yeah, I mean you guys' YouTube subscribership is like grown way past what I th- what I would have ever imagined it being like you're getting so many views on those videos because they're people are making playlists out of them because it's music videos right correct yeah we made a playlist out of it and that's been super helpful awesome so one of the things I know you guys are really good at is outsourcing videos like you do some videos in-house I know you've even made some of the videos yourself yeah <laughs> shooting some of it and re- re- editing some of it late at night but what what advice would you give to a nonprofit that actually like wants to outsource it and have hire somebody else to do it like what things should they watch out for things that you've learned along the way and help having other people help you with video yeah you know we started our video by outsourcing i mean when michael my boss who was one of the co-founders he outsourced everything and it really pays to know people know friends that can that can work with you you could go hire top professionals, but I wouldn't recommend it because what we've realized, what makes the video incredible isn't actually the skill of a videographer, isn't actually the skill of an editor. It's actually knowing your message. And if you don't know your message, your video mm. is not going to communicate what you want it to. And oftentimes when people pay top dollar to go get the video of their dreams, they can they, they know how to explain themselves in like, 
10 minutes, but they're waiting for the video of their dreams to explain them themselves in a minute and a half, but they can't even do it themselves. You know, you as nonprofit owners, we realize that, man, we've, we've, we've made probably three videos that we hate now because the message isn't clear. We didn't get that defined or clarified. So I would say, get your message clarified, find some, someone to run your message through. We found, uh, Donald Millard's book, Story Brand, which just yeah. helped us clarify our message and realize that we didn't have something that made sense to the, the general audience. So before you go find a video videographer or an editor or a producer even, you, you need to know your message is solid. Try and write a script. Try and write a script that you can read within a minute and a half and then go listen to that and go, if I was a stranger, do I get it? Do I understand what I'm trying to communicate? That would probably be my like first step to nonprofits. Yeah. Get that down. Gosh, dude, I think we all have to do that on our first time. I remember the first time I hired a video guy, I was like, hey, go make the video. And they're like, what do you want? What's the script? <laughs> You're like, excuse me? I thought that was your job. They're like, exactly. how am I supposed to write the script for you? I don't even know what you do. You're like, Oh, <laughs> I don't know what I do. Yeah. Oh, shoot. And then you feel like you're the one who did all the work and you paid them. And you're like, uh, exactly. I guess that exactly. makes sense. I have to be the one to tell them what the heck to shoot. Man, that's good. And what if they want to do? So assuming, okay, so that's a good first step in outsourcing it is you have to be solid on your own messaging first. You have to be able to yep. write it clearly. If you can't write it clearly in a script or some other kind of way, then no one's going to be able to tell that story. And right. if you do get it down, or at least from what I'm hearing you say, it's better if you ha hire someone who who can relate to your nonprofit, who cares about your nonprofit area already, or at least has the same worldview you have so that yep. they're on the same page. Because you're going to be able to what, take your message and run with it and not totally. go and stay, stay on, stay on point, stay on the message. And even to speak into that, like this girl, Kayla, who has done some incredible work, she's worked for some other clients just as on the side creating videos. And she realized that the best comes out of her when she actually believes in the project. And man, those making videos, videographers, they're creatives and creatives do 10 times better work when they believe in that very message. So I so relate and resonate with what you just said, Daniel, the, the belief in that message and aligning yourselves with someone who's also passionate about it, even partly is going to do you 10 times better because they're going to want to help wrestle and massage the language of clarifying your message or figuring out how you communicate who you are. So super cool to hear that, that same vein of thought. Awesome. My last question for you is if a nonprofit wanted to go it alone and kind of get started themselves, what would you recommend for that nonprofit? Saying you have someone who's very motivated to make a video and knows a little bit, uh, but not too much. They're, yeah, they they want to make their first video. Where should they start? You know, I've heard this from a lot of YouTubers. I've heard this from a different people. If you want to start, do it yourself. Get your iPhone, get a cheap tripod, set it up with books. I don't really care. And just record something. What's funny is I've been listening to this guy named his hashtag is Aussie Dave, Dave Adamson. He is a social media pastor slash uh, social media aficionado. He, he just has great information when it comes to social media. And he says the same thing. Grab your phone, record yourself, walk down the street, walk through your organization, walk through something that reminds you of your organization, why you're even in it. If it's only you start recording and talking to the camera, maybe you haven't clarified your message. Fine. Record the video anyway. And just start posting and start getting traction out there because it's going to gain attention one way or another. Start caring about the one, the two, the three views. And then you'll, 
in a, in a week, maybe a month, you'll start looking at a video and you go, oh my gosh, I have figured out so much more since then. I'm going to recreate that video and do it again, do it again, do it again. So many times we're so afraid to just, we have to pay $10,000 before we push our first video. Dude, you're not going to get any content up. So if you don't have money, you don't have time, just do it, do it yourself. The iPhone shoots at such a high capacity nowadays. Most people's Google Pixel 3s are shooting incredible video. Just do it yourself. Get out there, step out, be bold, like record yourself. You're passionate about it. No one's going to follow someone who isn't. So speak passionately in that video, post it on YouTube, make a channel, figure it out as you go, be a learner, grow in the video world. And trust me, once you start, uh, it's addicting and you'll want to gain as much knowledge about it as possible. And then like me, I don't touch editing anymore. I used to, but now I know a little bit about it and I can hire guys and actually speak into the editing process. But I never would have had that wisdom if I didn't just start posting my own videos. So I, I don't know if that's the best answer, but if you're a nonprofit, you just need to start creating. Yeah, man. I actually remember when you first took, you did exactly that. I mean, you took your iPhone and just started recording vlogs. And I actually think you did, even on your first couple of tries were pretty good. I've definitely gone back to some YouTubers and watched their first videos. They're just so bad. They're so cringy, but then they just kept making and trying yeah. over and over again. Yeah, of course, that's exactly those right. the guys you end up watching that are like the famous ones. You go back to their first vids and find out they had, they started at the same place you would, yeah. uh, you're at now. You just have to get going and get started. So I love that. So this conversation turned out to be awesome. There's so much little tidbits packed around how nonprofits can use video marketing to amplify their message and get more people to care about their cause. Travis, thanks so much for joining me for the podcast. Yeah, man, it's exciting to talk about video. I think it's, it is going to be a continued medium to consume resources, consume uh, information about organizations and just have what we like to call infotainment information in an entertaining way. Awesome. If you want to take your nonprofit's digital marketing to the next level, you will want to check out Growth Guide's Digital Marketing Playbook for Nonprofits. It's packed with the latest strategies, tactics, and scientific research around marketing your nonprofit through digital channels. Get your free guide today at growthguide.co slash DM. That's growthguide.co slash DM. You've been listening to Nonprofit Growth hosted by Dan Sanchez. Please subscribe to the Nonprofit Growth Show and your favorite podcast player to hear all of our episodes. We'd love to connect with you about our podcast at growthguide.co slash contact. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.